Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. This movie is called Enemy Territory from 1987. Wow, I love the outro song for this. has the Halloween beat in the background, the old school hip-hop beat. Of course, 1987, what the fuck? Enemy Territory, let me tell you, this is executive, sorry about my speech, producer, Charles Band. Kadeem Hardison is in this movie also as a guest, one of the one of the gang villains in the vampire gang. Tony Todd, iconic horror icon and awesome actor. He's like the main villain leader in this movie. Ray Parker Jr., Mr. Ghostbuster himself. You know, the guy who's in the Ghostbuster theme song, Ray Parker Jr. I hope I get the guy's name right. I hope that's the guy that's in the Ghostbusters theme song if I'm corrected. And we got Dan Michael Vincent, Mr. Airwolf, as a crazy ass Vietnam vet living in his bunker apartment. <laughs> oh, yeah, plus you got a hot ass Stacey Dash, who's like a female heroine in this movie. Yeah, Stacey Dash, hot ass black chick from the Clueless movie. And you got some familiar faces too. I mean, I don't remember them by name, but like these kids. These little children, like these two black children with the stopwatches. And I, back in the day, that was old school, but that was like a style in the Bronx, the stopwatch, you know. But the, one of the kids has a full little face, you know. I mean, I don't know his name, but his face you will recognize. Okay, I love this outro, who saw Anyway, let's get to the point. Um, we got this white insurance salesman, right? Has to go to the ghetto, right? Yeah, white insurance salesman. Going to the fucking ghetto, close to nighttime. So tell this old woman to sign for his insurance, you know, and he had to go up to the 20th floor to see her. Before that, he sees these, these um, couple of these tough kids, you know, want three dollars to watch his car because they, they say they rob his car, you know. He walk into the side of the building, the white shows same trying to look for this old lady, so he goes to this black kid who has to be like a, a, a gang member, excuse me, for the vampires. So he tapped the kid, and the kid got mad because he, he touched him, and he said, You know what? I'm going to kill you. you dead. And the security guard kind of stopped the scruffle. So anyway, the security guard walked up to see the old lady so she could sign for insurance. While, once, that was, once that was done, he walks out with the security guard, and it comes up the elevator. It's the vampire gang led by Tony Todd. And Tony Todd said he only wants the white boy. They call him Ghost. He's white. And he said, we got shoot, we want blood because you tapped one of my gang members and like touch him. And that's like a sign of disrespect to him, you know? So so things get out of hand when they try to pull the knife on the white guy and this black screw guard shot the um, young black boy who's in the vampire gang by accident as self-defense, you know, by mistake. And then then the screw guard got stabbed by the knife, he died while while the Ray Parker Jr.'s cat, who's like a phone man, fixing phones, he caught the scruffle, and he's going to protect the white guy against the vampire gang, 
And the vampire said, we're gonna come back after you. You know, gonna wanna kill the white guy. And the black trader, who happens to be a black, because he's a black guy, pretending a white man, he consider him like a black trader. You know? Um, let me, let me take a bow to the song, man, sorry. So, so that, so the black guy and the white guy end up hiding out in the different apartments. They went to the old lady's apartment first, and the old lady telling them, go down, climb downstairs, you know, and, um, to see her granddaughter, you know, and the granddaughter is played by Stacy Dash. And Stacy Dash is going to help the black guy, Ray Parker Jr., and the, who's protecting the white guy, to go to another apartment um, owned by Jan Michael Vincent, who's a crazy Vietnam vet, you know. And while you get the vampires searching every apartment, trying to look for them, finally they come across Jan Michael Vincent's apartment. While Stacy Dash walked out, meanwhile, before that scene, she walked down, she got captured by the vampires. And they captured the old lady too, saying that you give us those two guys, you know, and we won't do any harm on them. So the white guy and the black guy decided to walk out the apartment trying to rescue the two two ladies. And you got your shootout scene with John Michael Vincent that's shooting them up with his crazy machine gun. It was funny how they how they first went, went inside his apartment too, by the way. It was like all metal and shit. In real life, let me tell you something, you can't pull that shit in the Bronx because the superintendent, they don't play that shit. It's like, yo, you get you can't have that. <laughs> you know? But it's so amazing how this movie it's only a movie, but it's just fun to see that. But anyway, so while John Michael Vincent got shot by one of the vampires, and the old lady put John Michael Vincent back in his apartment, they closed the door, defended themselves, you know, and then the vampires tried to chase them. And so it's the white guy, Ray Parker Jr., I mean, excuse me, the black guy, Ray Parker Jr., the white guy, and Stacey Dash on the run to go to another apartment, and they visit this, this young, young black kid, and he starts telling them a story that how you could go into the basement and find your way outside. So while the vampire still is trying to look in different apartments, trying to search for them, Tony Times off the roof getting pissed off, his cap, he's the villain. And then later on in the movie to fast forward and while they find out the gas, shooting them, killing them, trying to survive for until the daytime comes. Um Sage so Jack's kinda able to escape in the basement trying to try and get the cops while the other two guys will hold out the fort, you know, and the little kid um, the boy guy gave him money, like, to throw money as a traction to one of the gang, two gamblers that staying outside as guard duty. Stacey Dash trying to get the cops to get, to help out. The cops didn't believe a story, you know, because she was black, you know. And they scared, like, to go to that building because people can shoot, shoot over there. Yeah, you believe that? Cops are scared to do an investigation against, against gang members and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy. But anyway, later on, once the gang members realized, that, you know what, the only place you could go is the basement. They went to the basement. And they saw one of the gang members dead, and then the other two guys, the hero and the the heroes of the movie, finally walked outside and finally ran out. Uh, they shot Kadeem Hardison's character, who's one of the gang members doing guard duty. It was just funny. His his, his shoot shotgun scene to him was just funny. He said, "Oh God," you know. It, it, you got to see this movie, good people. You really do. <laughs> anyway, they found the two heroes finally went outside, and the rest of the gang members, the vampire gang, finally caught up with them at the end. And then Tony Todd, who was the last guy, like, holding the shotgun to them while the gang members are behind him, saying that, you could, like, you motherfucker. He's, like, cursing up a storm and shit. And uh, Ray Parker Jr., who has one gun, one bullet in his gun, he's, he's like, just shot him. And then Tony Todd saying that, I am immortal. He got blood coming out. He was talking shit. And then, um, then he died. And then the other gang members where they pulled a gun on them, and then the old lady who was staying in um, Jen Michael Vincent's apartment, 
early on in the movie. She had an M16 sh um, gun that John Michael Vincent gave her, and she'll shoot outside the window against the other vampire gang so they won't go after the two hills and everyone out. And then later on, the cops finally come in. But yeah, the cops finally come in and they help up the white guy who was injured. And he, and then the two, they talk to Judith's character and uh, say she dashed character going with him to the hospital and you see the credits rolled up. Um, I get, of course, of course, the cops were like after the vampire again after this movie, of course. I mean, it's pretty obvious they have to. But besides that, um, Enemy Territory, I feel like it was a very enjoyable, like, survival horror action drama movie. Um, I like that character, like the heck did. I like how they set the movie up. It was a simple movie, you know, it's pretty much going to the building, surviving against the gang, trying to go after them. Because one of the gang members got accidentally, accidentally, accidentally shot, excuse my speech. Um, but, all in all, yeah, please, yeah, you definitely gotta check out Enemy Territory, man. A lot of guest stars, too. And I love the outro song, too, with the Halloween theme being the background with the old school rap over it. Peace, guys. I'll see you later.